ever threatened to roofie a girl because he can't stand the sound of her voice? I have killed two people since midnight. Maybe you should be a little more afraid. You got a decision to make. This is over! Hello, hello, hello. I am Mike Gettler, the host of the Last 24 podcast, the podcast all about 24. With me, as always, is Wes Kozad. Say hi, Wes. Hello. Matt Jacobson. Say hi. 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 And, spoiler alert, Dave Bowman. What's going on? How we doing, guys? Grand. Great. Uh, we just watched episode two, season one of 24. Uh, but before we really get into it, uh, what was your last 24? What'd you do yesterday, Wes? Um, I did not do a whole lot. It was uh, Labor Day yesterday, oh, one but sec. I still... New segment alert. Oh. Last 24. <laughs> I thought you were just like shooting me down. Like, hold on. <laughs> Killed Wes. All right. That'll probably happen. <laughs> Got rid uh, of, uh... I love the old shotgun sound. So... <laughs> No, it was uh, Labor Day. Didn't do a whole lot. I uh, my big thing in my life right now is I I uh, I have a guy that just hit ninety one rating in NBA two K, and I am in the. Uh, All right, you're right, Matt. What'd you do? Uh, <laughs> what'd you do the last twenty four? <laughs> I made fish sticks, and played Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. Jesus. All right, two in proving we need this podcast <laughs> more than the podcast needs us. Unbelievable. Uh, Dave, what'd you do yesterday? Okay, this is if you ever you guys want to know why I'm a, a rich fuck. Here's why: uh, I worked yesterday on Labor Day. I was in my office. I did four tax returns, took two client phone calls, and then I had a fantasy football draft that started at ten o'clock last night and finished at one a.m. because it was a West Coast league. And so, uh, yeah, how do you I'd, know people on the West Coast? I just know people everywhere, man. That's that's who I am. As Small as you'll find out. Uh, we are recording from an undisclosed location near uh, Don't Worry About It. <laughs> um, I, I, do, I th- do think we should keep it a secret where All right, we are. that's fine. Except <laughs> we don't have to. All right. How was your last 24? Thank you for asking. My yeah. last 24, my last 24, oh, on a scale of one to Mike Gettler, it was pretty Mike Gettler. Um, <laughs> I, uh, oh, what I did is I drove back from a place, because we're not disclosing our location, I right. drove back from a place in the state that we are in. And then uh, proceeded to sit here and do nothing but get shit ready for this podcast. Perfect. Nice. And watch an entire season of a new show on Netflix. Um, what show? Away. Uh, I haven't heard that one. They're not here. They're away. It's no. brand new. I think yeah. they're giving up on the names. Yeah. <laughs> Dark. This away. one's called Show. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> coming soon to Netflix is coming soon. <laughs> binge it. The show. We're for hire Netflix. There is a binge. <laughs> God damn it. It's on Hulu. I can't even be original in trying to be unoriginal. <laughs> oh, but uh, the first thing we're going to get to uh, before we break down the episode we just watched is uh, a little thing that we like to call a new segment. <laughs> and that would be a recap of last week's episode. He went on Kuala Lumpur. We find out that there is a terrorist threat against soon to be president maybe we don't know yet david arnold palmer 
Jack Bauer's playing chess with his daughter. He sends his daughter to bed. We find out that Jack is having trouble with his wife and they're recently back together. Then Jack goes upstairs to the room with his wife to see that his daughter is missing. He goes ahead and screams, Kim! Does not find her that way because it is an ineffective method of finding your child. Then we cut to Jack going to CTU after he gets an emergency call saying that there is going to be a threat on Senator David Arnold Palmer. Jack is CTU. We find out that he has a loyal girl that works for him. Her name is Nina. There's also a dickhead named Soulpatch, a.k.a. Tony Almeida. Tony Almeida and them, they have a meeting with Richard Walsh who says that there is a threat inside of CTU that is trying to take out Senator David Olner Palmer. Chaos ensues. Kim's still missing. Terry calls Jack. Jack calls Terry about 150 goddamn times. There's no end to it. But they can't find the girl. But they hack her email because why not abuse government property when you're a CTU agent? Perfect? Yeah. Is that pretty much get us where you go? Yeah. Wow. Nailed it. That whole time you were doing that, I just imme- just was just swinging my head around, looking at everybody individually to create like the visual excitement that the show creates. Off the with dome, cameras. dude. Nice. Yeah, the whole time I was just like, ah, come on, Matt, stop. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Matt is> too <laughs> excited. I, I'm too just glad excited. that Soul Patch is AKA Tony. <laughs> AKA Tony Almeida. No, your nicknames are the perfect. I like the nicknames so much better than their actual names. I think it's going to be easier. Listeners, go ahead and email us at the last the last 24 podcast, 24 with a number, at gmail.com, and we will either uh, ignore or read what you send. <laughs> uh, we'd love to know your thoughts. I was going to say, are you going to tell them to say something, or are they just going to email us? I can only imagine. Like, this is episode two. We're probably about 10,000 listeners deep. Right. Yeah, um, obviously. Just changing easily, the world. Easily. the surface there. Um, just talking about fictional post 9-11 in a world where 9-11 didn't happen, uh, terrorism agencies. Perfect. With, uh, an incredible hero named Jack Bauer. I'd like to thank Joe Rogan for tweeting out the podcast. That was great. Yeah. Out of him. Oh, Good I can't job. believe he did that. Thanks a lot, Joe. I can't, and congrats on your move to Austin. Joe, Joe Rogan. Um, all right, should we break down this week's episode? Absolutely. Let's I obviously set up the drama pretty good. Uh, all right, so where last we left off, a plane exploded over a 1 a.m. sunrise <laughs> in Los Angeles. I, I'm sorry, I, that doesn't get old to me. Never saw the sun again after um, that. <laughs> <laughs> it was rising and then you went away. No sun. No sun. Uh, hot girl that uh, got banged on the plane uh, has parachuted out and she lands in the desert, immediately cut to uh, Soul Patch, who's just jumping in on Jack right away. Yep. Like, uh, hey, Jack, uh, why was George Mason up in your office for like 30 minutes without we see him? Because, again, time is important in this show. Right. They will always mention, I'll call you in 10 minutes. I guarantee that call happens. Mm-hmm. That just happens in this show. Uh, I'm going to ask a question now. Okay. And I'm going to ask it again later on when, you're, when we're going through this. New segment alert. Wes, <laughs> ask a question. What does, what does Soul Patch do? The entire time they've been there, he hasn't been working at all. No, other no, than no, no. He found, he found George Mason stuff. He's good at what he does. Did he find? Was he the one that found it? He's yeah, he did George find Mason it. Okay, then. He so he did, counters he, he did terrorism. Thing. He's <laughs> been up Jack's ass and doing all other stuff. 100%. I don't know, man. He's very annoying. One already annoyed. He's a contrarian. <laughs> Those suck. But then Nina Myers, uh, aka Loyal Girl, jumps in and uh, makes up a lie for Jack to Tony. Uh-oh. Even though last episode we found out that Tony and Nina are uh, sleepy sleepies together. Ugh. 
So that's as loyal as it gets. I'm going to lie to my boyfriend to protect this boss. Oh, yeah. And what a lie it is. Didn't she just... So she just basically said that he doesn't accept criticism well, so maybe... She's inferring that Jack knocked him out because he was talking <laughs> smack about the CTU employees and Jack. So Jack just beat him up, and that was supposed to make him look good. Yeah, isn't look great? Isn't this the, is this the time where she does it and the entire office Stop. stops? Yes, they all start looking. Now, keep in mind they're all carrying binders. They are. Yeah. Everybody's carrying binders. <laughs> some are some with gun binders. Some are I gotta binders. get this paperwork somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is like the one time everybody should be busy running around and everybody stops to hear her just take him down. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, hey. David Arnold Palmer is fine right now. <laughs> yep. We've got him accounted for, but there's office gossip. Yeah. Let's, let's tune let's in. Let's get around the water let's, cooler. Let's talk to loyal girl. Someone's getting in Tony's face. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> What's with that soul patch? <laughs> He's got crumbs in it. So then we cut back to a hot girl from the plane, and uh, she's just out in the middle of the desert having a peyote trip at Joshua Tree or something by herself. Ayahuasca. (laughs) She's doing her own personal burning man, just sitting there in the desert of California. Topless. Topless, yes. Pretty staring deep into that fire. She's having a moment. Surrounded by, is it flares or lights? There's just like red lights around. Yeah, red lights around. Just okay. Candles probably keeping theme with the show. Yeah. Just lighting candles. Oh, that's probably how she was able to signal that she's the campfire they should come up to. Oh, with the red lights. There it is. I was like, dude, how many like stoner druggies like (laughs) having a trip that's changed their whole life deciding that, you know what? Maybe I don't need to be a lawyer. Are you the hot girl that just blew up a plane? (laughs) What? Are you the hot girl that just blew up a plane? (laughs) To the middle. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was thinking of somebody else. My bad. Um, so then, uh, Jeep pulls up, she gets into the Jeep, pulls off, and then mysteriously a motorcycle comes up behind with a high tech tracer, high tech for the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then beeps, 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 beeps until she digs into the dirt and pulls out a little thing, which will become important later foreshadowing. Uh, then we cut back to the, uh, to soul patch. Who's now after going off on Jack goes in on Nina, AKA loyal girl, uh, talking about what a liar she is, and be like, "Hey, you remember that time when uh, you and Jack came into the office at the same time, and you said you were at a meeting? Uh, that's when I figured out you're an incredible liar. Because yes, Jack and Nina were sleeping together. Also, Uh-oh. fantasy office. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to Palladio Furniture. That's the name of the furniture <laughs> store where the uh, innocent, sweet, good girls were getting." To be in bad girls. You want really tacky furniture? Come on down to Palladio Furniture. <laughs> tacky and used. Unlocked. Unlocked, <laughs> mind you. Still unlocked. <laughs> the dad just walked up and walked right in. Uh, yeah. Lights on, everything. Janet's dad, who I refer to as Sad Dad Number Five. Which, um, fun fact about Sad Dad Number Five the actor that plays him was the original person cast as. Jack Bauer. Oh my God. Until they just got Kiefer Sutherland. And then they're like, we know you were going to be the lead. Now you're going to be this guy. Good news. We got Kiefer. Uh, (laughs) Bad news. Bad news. You don't have that role anymore, but good news again. We have another juicy role for you. (laughs) Sink your teeth into this one. Be meaty. 
It's perfect. So Terry, a.k.a. Jack's wife, and uh, Sad Dad number five, they're going through the furniture store. There's clearly been some drinking going on. Right. Um, you guys, I hate to say this. Sad Dad number five finds a condom wrap. No, God. Oh, my God. Well, that's not the bad part. The bad part is... It's not a Magnum. Oh, <laughs> oh poor ass tech <laughs> Just a standard old run-of-the-mill condom. No wonder that headboard was just slamming against stuff. You had to yeah. compensate. <laughs> Gotta give it all. Had to work. It's like, I'm really trying here. So we cut to the girls in the van. Janet is messed up you you guys remember creepy van mm-hmm. oh yes. yeah creepy yep. van's awesome forget? uh janet is all sorts of messed up yep. uh, kim's like what did you give her and creepy guy dan says uh nothing she didn't want oh uh the pre me too movement all yep. this just so you know yeah they start getting way more aggressive as time goes on oh yeah and like that and then at one point the guy even well, and says also like, only 10 minutes have technically passed because remember right. <laughs> this is a real time show <laughs> right now he's just like i'm in charge of the bus aka yeah. van <laughs> they almost get in a wreck too almost get in a wreck because you can't slow down in a van it turns out once you're going in the van it's one slow down well yep. dude cruise control Oh, that good point. We also found out that he's one of the dudes. The driver says should have given her a roofie. Yeah, should have. So now we found that the friend has been drugged. Oh, oh we're kidnapping no. her. And she has questions. Should have given her a roofie, dude. Yep. Brilliant. <laughs> Couple of assholes. So Walsh, uh, Jack's Jack's uh, BFF, right? Uh, he call. He's meeting with a guy. The guy that has the conspiracy info for who the CTU agent. The dirty CTU agent is. Walsh, a.k.a. Ron Butterfield. A.k.a. Ron Butterfield. From the from West Wing. The West Wing. Uh, gets the info. Has to talk this guy. This guy's terrified. He's this one of the sweatiest humans yeah. I've ever seen. Yes. Sweating from the jump. Or he just got done swimming. One of the two. Or he got one of the two. Yep. And, uh, he's hey, sorry. Like, I saw there was a sprinkler outside, so I just ran through the It's a hot day in California. Yeah. Um, and he's like, literally, since I had this information, I put my family on a plane and I couldn't even tell him why. So Ron Butterfield, a.k.a. Walsh, has to talk him back into staying. Mm. And he's like, you got me for 24, shout out, more hours. Boom. Immediately get shot. I did not see it coming. No, no, yep. you don't I, see it coming. I didn't see it coming because he specifically said you got me for 24, me for 24 hours. hours i'm like that's convenient you got me for 24, 24 seconds boom he and i will be honest up. everybody in the room cheered when t- the number 24 was mentioned yeah, right. it's like when you say the name of a movie like when they say when they said oh that's why they call it that yes yeah. uh another fun pot point is uh ron butterfield got shot in the in the wrist and he also got shot in the wrist in the West Wing. So he that's that's a role he's he's done before. This is new segment alert. Dave Bowman's still bringing up West Wing. <laughs> well, I I like that the shooter missed essentially on the first shot. Like they these two guys were just standing there at the right. elevator, and he the first shot wings <laughs> a wrist. Yep, that was reaching out. <laughs> Not, couldn't get the guy. Don't get the hard drive. But he got the hard drive. But and uh, Walsh. Now I'm just calling call him by his West Wing character because of you, Dave. I call him Ron Butterfield. Oh, uh, did you mention the key card? So this, sweaty, yeah, the key card has the information on sweaty it. Guy sweaty guy gave Butterfield. It literally key- just did. I said he no. got the card. I called it a hard drive. 
Don't tell Matt. No, I'm not listening. I don't think you said <laughs> what was on the card, though. He just said it was. Are we throwing it up? Michael's mad. He gets the info. He gets the info. We're fine. <laughs> Guys, I'm fine. Mike's going to yell at all of us after this. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fired. Uh, don't <laughs> worry about it. I shit my pants. <laughs> But the key card ha- is not just a normal key card that can badge you in. It has the ability to store data on it. That's true. All key cards have the ability to store data on it. Is this true? Yes. I thought mine was just like a magnetic no, thing that just activated going. a door. Anyway, go Let on. Let go ahead and throw a marker in for my editing that I'm going to have to do. <laughs> we didn't. We're honest. Uh, so Jack gets a call from Walsh, a.k.a. Butterfield, in his office, and then uh, finds out that he's got to go meet him because he's in danger. And then what do you do when you just find out your friend's in danger? You grab your gun right. and call your wife immediately <laughs> to just uh, check in. Where do you get the gun from? Metal file from cabinet. A, a file cabinet, yep. of course. That's 100%. where all guns are stored. No locks on these cabinets CTU, either. Yep, just, yep. just random Very guns. flimsy metal cabinets. Too. Yep. <laughs> They're not like sturdy. They're no. like what, what we had in like a high school. Like So calls Terry because he wants to get chewed out. And uh, he's like, uh, yeah, no, I know our daughter's missing, but I got something really important going on here. And uh, she's like, oh, more important than your daughter missing? Yes, my job. Saving everyone. And then she's like, maybe you should know what your daughter's up to. And then he's like, what do you mean? And she says, nothing. You're going to throw him sass just right nothing. now? No. He has so much stuff going just on. Nothing. Just gonna, well, nothing. Never mind. Nope. Just being passive aggressive. Thanks, yep. Terry. <laughs> Was that three times that he had called? They had, had had a conversation up to this point in the episode. In this episode? Yeah. That th- I know they had three, at least three conversations. Three total. I think yep. that might be... No, she, of course she called him when they got to the furniture department, and then right. she calls him again five minutes later. Right, there you go. Yeah, calls um, him and tells him, "Hang on while I do something." <laughs> Very annoying. Yep. She'll She's le- leafing through invoices at the <laughs> furniture. <laughs> yeah, they're just going through that place of stuff. And so we cut to uh, David Arnold Palmer Here and Mrs. Arnold Palmer. Uh, she asked him if he heard about the plane and he's like, yeah, I'm watching the news right here with you. Um, and he goes into the, just this really sweet moment after he shut a door in her face, the previous episode, she forgot all about it. Yep. She's good. She's fine. And he's like, this could be the second most important day of my life. Right. Cause he might become a candidate for president. Right. And she's like, what's the first day? It's like the day I hit the game-winning shot versus DePaul. Is that DePaul? The the final four, which I'm calling bullshit on right now. Major plot hole. Major plot hole. Why? Welcome to major plot hole with Dave Bowman. (laughs) Okay, this is happening when 2001, right? The show's 2001. We're assuming that at that point in time is when it happened in 2001. He hit a three-pointer in the final four to beat DePaul. Mm -hmm. How old is he? Because the three-point shot didn't come through in the NCAA until 1987. Dave's been storing that factoid in his brain since 1987, and he finally got to use it. That's tough. The, the numbers don't add up. He also is what played I'm saying. He didn't hit a three-pointer for the Cleveland Indians in Major League earlier in his he, life too. He, yep. Very good point. Good Dave, what was the uh, the origin of basketball like? Like watching basketball evolved through the decades. I tell you what, when Naismith put that peach basket up, it was a glorious <laughs> moment. Dave just kept on about basketball. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. 
so then we cut to uh, Hawk Girl from the plane who is now arrived in the Jeep at a new location with a new shady guy who we don't really have any information on, but she is counting money. Bingo. And uh, that brings us to uh, our next segment. Follow the money. Matt? No. Not you. Dave, where is it? I'm here. I, the question I've got on follow the money this time is, how much money was in the briefcase and whose is it? I think it's hers. Okay. That was follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> I do think, though, I always think about it in movies and in shows. They did it here, too. But I always love when, like, it's they're obviously they're everybody involved is shady people, and they always give the money, and the other person counts it, and they're always like, it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> like, seem so offended, and it's like, you guys are all shady, like, and murderers. Then, and then every movie where they don't count it, it's not there. No. Right. So, like, that's why these people are counting it. You think counting would just be, like, kind of common. I don't know if I'd even trust it if Dave Bowman's CPA brought me a suitcase <laughs> and said it's all there. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> First off, I would bring you a satchel, not a briefcase. Ooh, classy. All right. So then, just a fanny pack full of pennies. Uh, <laughs> that's the name of this podcast. That's right. <laughs> New name alert. <laughs> so Jack gets to Wallace's location, finally, uh, exactly 10 minutes after he said he would. Uh, gets the code, calls Nina, says, is this line secure? She says, yeah, why? He's like, because I need a code for this door because he's just going to break and entering. Again, abusing government powers right. to get what he wants. He doesn't care. Um, so he gets through the door. He finds Ron Butterfield, a.k.a. Walsh. <laughs> and what's the a.k.a. and what's his name at this point? We don't know either. <laughs> and then they draw guns on each other, even though Walsh says Jack. And then he immediately puts a gun in his face. They also had a great moment where Jack is going up the stairs and he actually takes a moment at the bottom of like the last stairs. It's like, like, like he's tired from I'm going up. too old for this shit. <laughs> My friends on the roof might be getting shot, but I'm pooped. Like, maybe I should have told him to go to a basement. I don't you know, know what? That might be the first, uh, that might be the first clue that Jack has not pooped. No, that's, that's, he was pooped. Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? I saw you reach for that button. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Uh, so then we cut back to Hot Girl from the plane. She's in the bathroom, and uh, Again. a guy walks in that looks exactly like the German photographer from the plane, and uh, she says, you look just like the German photographer from the plane. How did you do it? And he's like, plastic surgery. Wow. Boom. That Which, tech was up to date. I'd just like to note that uh, this is 2001. The movie Die Another Day, the last Pierce Brosnan James Bond film. The stu- it's the stupidest James Bond movie, and the stupidest plot line is that someone does this exact one of the villains does this exact same thing, and so they ripped off 24, which did it way more seamlessly. And they were all ripping off, trying to find a new way to do Mission Impossible. That's what I was gonna say. It's, it's yeah. the evolution of espionage in film. Um, New segment alert. We caught you, bitches. <laughs> oh. uh, so we cut back, and uh, Nina and Soul Pitch. Soul Pitch. Soul Pitch. Is that a you want to call in your movie, or is that Fever Pitch? It was Summer Catch. <laughs> you just want to call him Soul Patch and Bitch so, at the same soul time. Bitch the same. <laughs> soul Bitch. 
Oh, so Nina and Soul Patch are getting into it, and he's like, hey, you know how you called me out back there? You're my boss here, but when we walk out of this door and we start making that sweet, sweet love, you are no longer in charge. Yeah, we are cousins. He, <laughs> he also listened to her conversation. He saw the message that Jack had called Nina, so he knows that they're like working together, too. So, yep, again, something's up. what is he doing? Uh, what he's doing is not liking being left out of the loop. That's it. He's jealous. And it's his girlfriend. He's not in the know. <laughs> jealous. Yep. He's not on the inside of the circle. So Walsh and Jack are stuck in this building, guys. And remember, Walsh has been shot Run by in his arm. And he is struggling. Yep. And Jack says, we're clear now. Give me that tie so I can take care of this. Ties up his arm. First aid. And then Walsh is like, thank you so much, Jack. Jack's like, I owe you my life. We don't know we why. All do. we, we all do. We all do because he's Ron Butterfield. We all Go do. We all You're right. Mustache. You're right. So they continue on downstairs. They see a threat. Jack sh- takes fire, kills that guy. Glasses, glasses shot out. They have to get down because there's another shooter. Uh, Jack's got a dope jacket, so he can just climb through that glass just fine. Walsh is in a suit and using his bloody stump to drag his almost <laughs> lifeless body That's through right. the glass, which can't be fun. He's a hero. <laughs> He's like, we're just going to cut this whole thing off. Right. It's fine. Then Jack shoots the other gunman, and then, you know, well, intel's Jack, important. Jack and uh, Butterfield both open fire on this guy. Was it probably shoot. like nine bullets? Probably. Uh, it, yeah, they emptied a clip. Honestly, defund CTU. <laughs> <laughs> New segment alert. <laughs> so then, uh, if that wasn't enough, Jack walks up to the body, and he's like, you know what we should do today? Mutilate a corpse and oh, cuts yeah. the thumb off so he can take that back to get some thumbprints later, probably. Perfect. This whole scene was badass. I it did. Was. I was, when I was watching, I was it's like, legit. this is actually pretty cool. Absolutely kind of like, legit. It was tense and stuff, and he takes out the, yeah. It was, like I said, there's ridiculous stuff, but this show is legitimately awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, there was one shot where they're like back-to-back sliding against the wall, and the camera like swoops around them. I'm like, oh, this show is... Good. It's good. Yeah. Absolutely. So then Hot Girl from the Plane, we cut back to her. Um, remember that a motorcycle drove by with a tracker and picked something up from the desert. That's right. So the new creepy guy that she's talking to uh, is pissed off because it's just little pictures that she gave him for the uh, pass that he's looking for. And uh, her new girlfriend, her girlfriend from the motorbike shows up and she decides to make some dumbass play. Right. So what she did is she wanted to make sure she got basically was safe and was taken care of and got there. And that's why she used a secondary person to pick up the real device. But now this dumbass girlfriend uh, is she's still got it hidden and she's trying to get more money. But hot girl from the planes like I counted the money. The money's good. Dave followed it. She's got it. She's got it. No reason to do it. So then she gets a gun to her head. After three snaps. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was more than three, guys. I liked it, though. I was just focused on trying to do it as I fast as I can. I can't, do, I can't I snap that fast. So that was impressive. All right. So then Terry just can't stay off that cell phone. Nope. Check your minutes, Jack. Yep. Terry calls into CTU because she can't get a hold of Jack because, you know, he was um, oh, in a gunfight. <laughs> Give him a minute. 
Where is he? Give him a minute. That's unbelievable. He never answers his phone. Calls Nina, loyal girl. Right. Uh, and she was just like, hey, can you just abuse your government position and get me the name of this shop owner? Right. Uh, for Palladio, Palladio Furniture. Uh, can you give me that information? And then she's like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> slept the with, fall of loyal with your girl. husband. Uh, this is the least I can do. Loyal <laughs> girl, yeah. Uh, least I can do is get you this info. And then Terry calls straight to voicemail pretty much. Yep. And then Terry and Sad Dad number five, even though they don't own this shop, are cleaning up yep. the mess that their children left. You don't want to leave an unkempt furniture store. I don't understand. You have no connection to. It's not like... It's the dudes that are connected to it, right? I guess they don't know who they're Maybe with that's their way. punishment. After you get the kids back, you make them clean it. Why are they doing it? Exactly. It's not their responsibility. That's bad parenting. It's Dan's fault at the end of the day. New segment alert. Do better for your kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. How old's the daughter, too? Do How old's the daughter? Uh, well, assuming she's still in high school, technically, say, yeah. 17, 18, but is in real life, girl? probably 33. Right. Is yeah, that how Hollywood yeah. works? I think it is. Uh, so even though Jack, like 30, 40 minutes earlier, had called uh, security at the David Arnold Palmer suite and said, you need to put him on lockdown. Right. Uh, Secret Service is just now getting around to... Uh, <laughs> Dealing with the threat of David Palmer. Um, and they're like, where is he? David Palmer called his guy Carl and said, I need to meet you. And it has to be in person because we can't do this over the phone. Because remember, David Palmer is potentially dealing with a massive scandal. We don't know what it is yet, right. but he's got to get to the bottom of it. He got a phone call earlier. We've got to say that because actually there was also. I never get to say it. It was just condensing it to this point. Oh, okay. I was going to say there's also his kids showed up and he asked his son how. New segment alert. Don't fucking correct me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No, uh, new segment alert. Scary. <laughs> Mike's a jerk. Um, no, I was gonna say though, his his kids were there. He asked his kid. He asked his son how he how his day was going. He starts telling him it. Son is talking, and he just walks away well, and gets can, on the phone again. Disrespect his family. He Blowing does not off. care about his family not at all. Not at all. David so. Palmer, potentially great president. Yep. Not a cool nah, dude. Not a great, great family guy. guy. Yeah, nah. Not a great family guy. He's got a nah. lot going on though. The show's yeah. called Twenty Four, not The Family Man. <laughs> <laughs> as as evidenced by both Jack and Palmer. <laughs> well, so we cut down to uh, David Palmer walking in, getting in a vehicle because you can just do that when you're running for president. Yep. Uh, when there's a threat on your life, no secret service around. They no don't secret care. service at all. Just covers up his face when he walks by a couple going well, through the parking garage. The secret service tried to follow him, but then behind his back, he slowly <laughs> closed the sliding door <laughs> so they couldn't follow him. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's his move. All right. So we cut back to Jack and Walsh. They're now out of the building. Come they on, made Ron. it. Come and on, they're Ron. running. They're running. <laughs> And then Jack, who is at full strength, jumps over first, doesn't help Walsh, and Walsh gets murked with multiple gunshots to the back. Oh, uh, Dave, I was just irrationally upset at that. This point. is a late night podcast. Dave got complaints from my neighbors because <laughs> uh, he about broke down into tears. Ron Butterfield over Butterfield. He deserved better. I've never shushed a forty-five-year-old man during hey, a TV yeah, show. Yeah. 45. Come on. I got neighbors. 40, 50? Yeah, I couldn't push it now. I just, right. you, just you yelling out, Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he gets shot. 
But after being uh, <laughs> sliced open repeatedly by glass, shot in the arm, yep. uh, shot in the back numerous times, right arm still working right. perfectly. What do you, what do you, what do you do? So he reaches into his pocket, exactly, pulls out the key pass. This is Jack. Get this to Jamie at CTU. She's the only one we can trust. Jamie is the tech guru at CTU who has, um, up to this point, only done illegal things like uh, hack Kim's email. Uh, That's all her job has been so far, but she does become more important. Yep. And uh, he says, if you trace the name on the key card, you trace the name to the computer, then you've got the location of the dirty CTU agent. Jack takes that, get into his car, speeds off. He's broken. Well, Ron Butterfield's dead. He owes Walsh his life, right. and he, you know, and usually usually the healthy person is behind the injured person to get them <laughs> up and over. Jack forgot that part of his training that day. Walsh is dead. I think it's on Jack, kind of. I had that super sad uh, Green Day song in my head when I was watching Butterfield. Time died. of your life? Yep. That was referenced earlier in the show. Yep. Yep. It can, we, that bad. can we get a new segment alert? Uh, this segment is called The Sharper Image. <laughs> <laughs> this is for all the random gadgets in this episode that only have like, like one Absolutely. specific use yep. and useful for nothing else. <laughs> yep. So at the beginning, there was the key card uh, tracker. Yep. And it's it has a bright light on it. It clearly only fits a key card or ID. And so she puts the ID on it. And then there's a device that's clearly only made to track that tracker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So there's that. Then later there's the simple key card, which is also a floppy disk full of data. Yep. And then We've now been through this, Matt. And now I know, but I had I had to go back through. Now we're on a mobile scanner in his car, or in his car. That yeah, Tech Guru, he calls Tech Guru Jamie, and she, right. okay, boomers him, is like, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. just give it to me in your car, Jack. We have that technology. The hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he uploads the information to Jamie, says, get on it. I want that info stat. And then we cut to um, Dan and Rick, the gentlemen who have so kindly uh, taken Kim and Janet. Uh, away <laughs> and turns out Dan the guy that uh, roofies women isn't so nice no uh, he's not being a very nice guy anymore he's like get out of the van uh, now's the time to call your mom and tell her you're at a party and you're just fine Kim says no I'm not doing it so he just starts beating the shit out of Janet until <laughs> Kim finally laments calls her mother and says mom I'm at a party Terry's not here she can't or Janet's not here she can't talk to you yet um, she's just out on a walk. I'm so sorry. I love you. We cut back to Al in York. Sad yep. dad number five. We cut back to Terry. Mm-hmm. And he says, is everything okay? It's like, she just said she's at a party and she's fine. But she said, I love you. Dun, dun, dun. She never says that. <laughs> Even sad dad number five is just like, what? <laughs> sad dad number five is like, y'all need therapy. <laughs> This is bad. After this, your daughter is not hanging out with my daughter. Not, no. <laughs> no, your daughter's a bad influence on my daughter. We should never speak again after this. Yep. You By got- the way, that was not just a condom wrapper. There's another one there. So <laughs> as long as we're not speaking about things. <laughs> Let's just keep this quiet. Let's go destroy Palladio's furniture. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the va- or we cut back to Jack and his vehicle. And guys, 
This is a true man of the law. He pulls over when he's going to use all his devices. That's right. He did. That's respectful. It is. And <laughs> Jamie has gotten back to him. The name. Uh-oh. And it's Nina Myers, a.k.a. Loyal Ooh, Girl. What? And that's where we leave off for episode two. Oh, my God. It was a big episode. This was a big episode. This was an exciting episode. There was uh, action and stuff in it, man. That was <laughs> the, the, first, the first show, there was action in it. The it first great. episode's good, but you kind of start understanding the pace of the show in episode two, I would I'm say. I'm finding, too, that deaths will just, like, come out of nowhere. Like, the, I fell for it for the first episode where, you know, the, the photographer seems like the bad guy and everything, and then it ends up being just the woman that's next to him. And then with this of the sweaty guy getting knocked off, yep. Butterfield getting knocked <laughs> off, like I don't know. I'm Just learning that you get you really do have to be on your toes so bo- far for a new segment alert. Which show are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> body count's pretty high right now, and we're only two episodes in. Doing pretty no. good. Got a plane uh, full of people and a bunch of random people. Uh, and by the way, no more tranks. We're playing with bullets, kids. <laughs> yep. First episode was a warm up. Nobody's waking up from this. Uh, but as always, as we take this deep dive, this journey through the beautiful universe that is 24, um, I got a, a question for you, Matt. Could Jack poop? No. All right, that's our segment. <laughs> maybe right. his pants. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. shit his pants when his friend died. Yeah, as Butterfield's dying, he gives him, he's like, yo, yeah, this card. And also, you really should. Change your pants, Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, they're gonna catch pew! you. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, you may want to send that data from uh, your truck because right. uh, you don't need to be around people right now. Right. Also, we're gonna brag about what's his name. All states gonna brag about his uh, <laughs> DePaul three pointer shot. Butterfield tossing that card after being shot multiple That's times. True, right. Yeah. Bam! Hits Jack right in the chest. Yep. That was, that was about, impressive. He's got about forty-seven bullets in him. Yep. And he still got. He still it. flung it. it forty-seven was... bullets, a hundred pounds of mustache, and he's ready to go. <laughs> I bet he was a ride in college, just <laughs> flinging cards across the room. Right. You know, it was, I, I bet he looks exactly like that forty years ago when mustache. he was in college. Still, <laughs> and still wearing the suit to class too. Yep. He's got a briefcase. It's handcuffed to him. It's college, dude. You don't got to do that. Ties wrapped around his wrist. <laughs> Uh, our next segment, um, a very important one this episode. Uh, Dave Bowman, can you give me a little bit of uh, that guy? That guy, this time around, is a guy named Glenn Marshauer, who is one of the more prolific that guys in television and film. As Absolutely. We Respect. He's unbelievable. Um, we probably should have mentioned that Glenn Marshauer plays Secret Service agent Aaron Pierce. I know him as Plays military professional or adjacent. Yes, in yes, everything, everything that's ever been made. Everything. Might as well give him an honorary ranking at this point. <laughs> yes, he, yeah, he like honorary degrees. Yeah. He's an honorary general. Yeah. At this you point, made us I look think. pretty good, uh, dude. You've got forty-five years of military service. <laughs> he's got a pension. They, one day they just uh, he's, he's on Tricare. Hey, more shower. We need you in Afghanistan now. Yeah. We're trying to finish this before twenty. He's oh, called he, into the war room. It, he's got 250 plus credits on his IMDb, which is just ridiculous. He's literally been in everything. The only thing that he that, that eluded me was, okay, he was in NYPD Blue. I remember that because he was a federal agent in NYPD Blue. He was an FBI agent. And then he was in the West Wing several times. Uncork and Sorkin with Dave Bowman. <laughs> That's right. Uncork and Sorkin. So you've got- Segment inside a segment. So you've got- That's new. You got, <laughs> you got Milch. 
You've got Sorkin. Does he have that elusive David Simon credit? He does not. No David. Oh, no Simon. David Simon credits. He's got a couple Sorkins. He's got a couple Milch, but he does not have that elusive David Simon. But you know, he's a military advisor, like you said, all the time. In, in Bloodline, he was a cop. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's in everything. And I, I Friday Night Lights, he played Landry's dad and Landry's dad. Yep, <laughs> he's a cop in that too. I'm hundred percent. He's a sheriff. Show. Got got Landry out of trouble. Oh uh, well, in the worst uh, season of Friday Night Lights ever. I will say it with 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 excitement. He seems just like a side character, Secret Service in this, but very important to the future of the show. Oh, come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some of us got uh, prepared to this. Another one for that guy. We we skipped. We didn't do this one in the first episode. Oh. She, uh, the the terrorist lady who blew up the plane. Yeah? Hot uh, girl from the plane? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people might recognize her. I mean, I kind of recognize her face, but I didn't. I couldn't place her in anything. I, yeah, I can't. Uh, I think the most notable thing she's from is the L word. Yeah, d- definitely. I don't think her name is Jenny, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Her name is Mia Kirshner. There's only one Jenny. No, I mean, she died show, in Forrest Gump. Oh, maybe she is. I, I have no idea what her real name is. She's cool, though. And on to our next segment, uh, a new segment. Oh, oh, by the way, I say new segment or I say segment. I'm doing that every time. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Don't listen. Listen on headphones. Just kind of Geller gets a new right toy and he just has to use it. Got to use it. Thanks, Daddy. Yep. <laughs> Weird. Uh, this new segment is called Kill Count. Yes. Uh, we were just tranking people in episode one. Not today. Jack has two kills. You count them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. You broke it. Love the board. Not a quick response. <laughs> not a quick response. Not a quick response. Not as quick as the snap finger guy. That's do, all right. uh, do we fully count two? Because what's his name? Butterfield also shut up the guy. No, no. Wait, are you giving, you're giving half credit? Kill? Who got the kill? Is it one and a half or is it two? Do we it have might be one and a half. Both him and both Jackie and Butterfield lit that dude up. I got to think Butterfield gets one out of, out of respect. Says the man who cried when he died. Out of respect. All right. Yep. Kill counts at one for Jack Bauer. Yep. The kill Butter's count will be one. officially Jack Bauer only. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we're <laughs> well into the. I what? think that's fair. Are we? Yes. How many people were on that plane, do you think? A couple hundred? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll call a Soul Patch and ask for that manifest right, that Jack got from him. That's good. All right. We'll break it down. I know we're down one more German. Oh, Thanks. that's a good point. Uh, all right. Now, we did have some uh, pretty big info come in. So, if you don't mind, Wes, can we get a little... Who's the mole? Um, so, I know that the... It, Nina. New segment alert. Let me interrupt you. Uh, Wes Kozad <laughs> has never watched the show before. So, this is his first time watching the episode. So, uh, our last segment, he's a very important part of this show. Yes. Um, so, each so, episode, as we cover him, it's the first time that I've actually seen it. So, I am fresh into everything. But... I understand Nina popped up on it. I'm not buying it. I'm sticking with Loyal Girl. Ooh, she's oh, Loyal Girl. I think she's Loyal Girl to the twist. end. I think it's a twist of some kind. Okay. I will uh, I'll say that for the spoiler one. So, mole-wise, I don't I'm not buying that it's Nina. I'm not I'm still not on to who would be the mole. She's the obvious choice. So, Yeah, I think it's, it's some not. kind of to throw them off somehow, so. Okay. Can I just say as the guy who in the room who's had melanoma twice? Mole just triggers the shit out of me. New segment alert. Dave's had cancer. <laughs> Followed by a cackle by Dave. Never not funny. Dave, Spoiler alert. the face of cancer. Spoiler alert, I lived. <laughs> he made it. 
Oh, triggered by mole. All right, all right. Well, it's going to be a segment every episode. All right, so uh, moving on to our next segment. Fake spoilers with Wes Kozad. So, uh, okay, so my spoiler for the first episode where the girls were going, Fight Club, was fresh in my mind. And... <laughs> And when they pulled into the parking lot, you did I was like, was club, are right? they going to a fight club? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I Nailed called it. it. Again. But, but when he busted that girl's arm, he broke one of them. They, they broke the friend's arm. And I was like, well, that's not good to go to a fight club with a broken arm. So that's got to be. So I feel like the spoiler, I, I don't know where they're going. I don't know if they're, the dudes are connected to what's going on necessarily or what they're doing. I don't know if she just happened to be getting kidnapped, but I'm thinking <laughs> just randomly kidnapped. Apparently. Yeah. All right. just, I don't know. Maybe they're just going to, I'm, I'm going to say maybe, you know, you, you went to the, you went to a furniture store, you took the girls out, you broke one of their arms. <laughs> so maybe you go to, I don't know, in and out burger. To see, I mean, it is like <laughs> two in the morning. So. Just another night at a San Diego state. Yeah. And uh, I'm also thinking, um, I, I'm not buying the, I guess we did see him call from home. Something about the dad, the friend of the, the, the friend's dad seems off. I don't know if he's like tracking Sad them. dad number five, sad dad number five. It's weird that he's like, he doesn't seem like he cares that much. He seems like he's more of listening to her and almost like he's keeping. Well, he cares when he finds her. out that Kim doesn't tell her mom. She loves her. Right. Uh, he did care about that. Yeah. He did seem to care a little bit more about the last call. So, he, and he did clean up quite. A lot of the but I feel like he's keeping her busy. Rapper. He did. Hopefully he didn't pick up the like. His, that would have been so gross. <laughs> camera where he's like, look at this. He shows the condom wrapper. He's like, and I found the condom and holds up the used. He's like shakes it around. <laughs> it has my daughter's name on it. <laughs> I wonder uh, who used it. It's banana flavored. <laughs> oh, know God. that. Bless it. Uh, all right, guys. This has been uh, episode two of the last twenty-four podcast. Anybody got anything else? No. Uh, have your pet spayed or neutered. No animals were harmed in the uh, recording of this podcast. Wes, you want to take us out? Um. So until the next 24, this has been the last 24. Thank you, everybody.